Today's episode is brought to you by CXC. Building a contractor workforce is no easy task. It requires considerable time, effort and resources and also comes with a set of risks. But the benefits of leveraging contingent labour are far too great to put this workforce in the too hard basket. You're not wrong there, Craig. CXC's managed service providing solution, the MSP, MSP. is designed to make managing your contingent workforce a breeze. With CXC's help, you can enjoy cost savings access top quality talent and increase your operational flexibility. Their MSP solution lets you choose the level of support you need in four key areas, sourcing, engagement and payment, supply chain management and compliance. And if your needs change in the future, no problem. CXE solution is designed to scale up and scale down to match your requirements. You don't have to face the challenges of building a contractor workforce alone. Let CXE be your trusted partner in creating a formidable contingent workforce that will propel your business forward. Visit cxcglobal.com and find out if an MSP is the right solution for you. And don't forget to tell them, Tarpod sent you. Get ready, it's Tarpod time. We talk talent, recruitment and everything in between. So strap in and prepare yourself for a dose of knowledge tied up in a ribbon of fun. Now, please join your hosts and industry leaders, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tarpod. I'm Craig. And I'm Lauren. And today's wonderful guest is Anton Bonner, co-founder and commercial director at ScreenLoop. Welcome, Anton. Welcome, Anton. All the way over from the UK. I know. And listeners, this is more tech that I found when we're away that we don't have. This is why we're talking to Anton. Now, important things first, Anton, with a surname like Bonner, how many times do you get called Bonner? Come on, tell me. (laughs) Tell us. Usually when when I go to the US, but there's actually a funny story behind the surname. I do have some Aussie mates as well that tried it once or twice, but actually (laughs) um, my, my my family's Italian. And my great granddad moved to the UK I don't know, 80 years ago, whatever it was. And um, it was Benary. But he wanted right. to fit in in the UK, oh. not sound like an Italian immigrant. So took the I off the end. But back then, the spelling didn't mean anything. <laughs> but now, thanks to, I think, yeah, I think probably. Urban Dictionary America, right? has just brought it up yeah. to Boner. It's a Boner. Yeah. <laughs> but look, luckily, luckily, I think we've told enough people that it's Bonner that I'm all right now. So well, I, I go by Bonner. Lauren's just wrecked that for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I will revert to 12-year-old boys' jokes at all times. <laughs> I hang around with Let's Craig so much it just comes out of me. <laughs> I'll tell hey, you mate, now. Hey, mate, um, as Lauren said, we've got you on because we came across you over at Wreckfest in UK um, back in July. But before we do that... As with all new guests, we really like to just understand a little bit about your background and how you came to where you are now. So why don't you just give us a little bit of the Anton story? Cool. As, as Lauren's dog's attacking her in the background there. I know. Listen um, to it. Yeah. So I've been in talent acquisition space for just over a decade now, um, previously helping businesses at a company called Stack Overflow. So we were helping hundreds of businesses find software engineers Mm-hmm. So I've always known the pains and problems that talent acquisition, but also hiring managers have faced over the years. I got to the end of my career at Stack Overflow as a country manager. So overseeing Europe, APAC, South America and bits of America. 
And yeah, the, the same problems were ringing in my ears time and time again from uh, all of the customers that we spoke to. So we started ScreenLoop. Uh, it was myself and two, two co-founders uh, at the time that, that wanted to tackle some of the problems within talent acquisition. Fantastic. So, uh, go on, go on, sorry. No, that's all right. I'm just trying not to be eaten alive by Harvey, the natural-born killer. Basically, what I really loved about it, again, interview intelligence, where you're hot, where you're recording the interviews, and it's something that I, I can't believe that we haven't seen down here in Australia at this level, and some of the tech that we've got coming through. But it's not just that. Your interview like, it gives you percentages and shit on how much and who's doing the talking. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd say maybe 24 months ago, this product wasn't even that widely accepted. It was very tough to get into market. But I think with the developments of the AI element, summarizing notes and actually saving talent acquisition and hiring managers a ton of time, I think that it's it's blown up in recent months and it's become much more widely accepted. This is a tool that's been used in sales for years, by the way, Mm -hmm. helping salespeople to perform and sell. Why haven't we been using this to support talent? Um, but like you said, Lauren, even the ability to assess yourself and see what your talk ratio is, talk speed, et cetera, but also just summarize and automate a lot of the stuff that you have to do after an interview. One of the mm. great things I really enjoyed about it was like, the example you gave me when we were talking a week ago is like, when you get a really shitty hiring manager and all of a sudden everything's talent's fault. But then you go yeah. and listen to the interview and like that person kept rejecting people, but they were talking 80-something percent of the time and the candidates never got a bloody word in. Yeah, that I love this story. It, it, it was, was this great. dude in America and he was head of engineering and our client told us this story that this, um, this guy was saying no to 90% of the candidates that he spoke to. They couldn't figure out why. They looked at his data and he was speaking for 85% of all of his interviews. So the candidates mm-hmm. weren't even getting a chance. Mm-hmm. And they were able to present as a head of engineering, present them with data, and they were able to change that behavior and obviously open up that bottleneck of all of these candidates they were sending to him that he was rejecting, essentially. And that's just a small little story of, you know, a, a small piece of data enabled them to hire far more people. I think it just we should, goes um, to show how much the data and that type of thing is so important. Yeah. I was going to say we should overlay screen loop onto Tarpod and people would realise that, Lauren, you speak 85% of the time and I never get a word in. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I do not. Oh, my it, lordy be. I wonder, I, wonder who, uh, I wonder who interrupts each other more. That's yeah. the question. Rather can, than can the you, talk ratio, who butts in? Can you get that from the data? From yeah, we can look. We can look into all sorts within the Mate. data. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Hey, but not only about the interviews. There's so many other elements to Screen Loop. So why don't you just go through some of what what it does? Yeah, look, like at the start, that was our flagship product, and still is. But we realised that there was. It goes a little bit back to what I mentioned about the community wasn't ready for this tech yet two years ago, but they mm-hmm. very much are now. And there were a lot of early adopters, but we realised there was a load of other places that we could help people with. So we started to build out areas where the ATS either lacked or did a very poor job. So, for example, collecting candidate feedback was our second product. ATSs are terrible at this. They don't allow Mm. you to trigger the surveys to go out at a specific stage. They don't allow you to customize the questions. You can't white label the surveys and it doesn't integrate with Glassdoor. So we do all of those things. 
white label your yeah. your um your surveys get a much higher response rate um integrate with glassdoor so that promoters go and leave you a review and uh detractors right in the box rather than go into glassdoor to leave mm. you a bad review so there's lots of elements to that tool which is just a talent acquisition's dream and that was probably but, number two. Also, but i also love the fact that you've got the referencing rolled into this product as well because of the ai features and everything with recording it's you don't have to take notes you're not paraphrasing yeah you, know, yeah you don't have to take notes on on interviews but then also at the end of the process if you want to automate your references those traditional references that would take time and hire managers have to call around we automate all that for you so mm. that you can actually get value from that data and onboard that candidate in a much more compelling way give them the time and attention that they need um, and Typically what happens is we chuck over a candidate to, to the hiring manager and they make, might fail probation. It's not talent mm. acquisition's fault. It's usually mm. the hiring managers or the onboarding process or the team culture or whatever it may be, and TA always gets the blame. So it really helps. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's not fair. So <laughs> Sorry, it really helps accelerate their growth. Go on, Craig. I won't <laughs> interrupt you. Oh, you're so no- so kind. Thank you, Lauren. Everyone's, I know. Everyone's parent. Everyone's paranoid now about Anton. I know. Oh, oh, oh should I talk? Should I talk? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Anton, I know that it's sort of early in development, but you also um, are, are, are looking at how candidates are settling in and getting feedback, you know, three, six, nine months down the track to to really check on 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 that sort of side of it. Yeah, so we do have a quality of hire module. <laughs> now, My this is topic. a topical a topical topic. And I know Lauren loves this topic. That's so what what I like to call it is our net hiring score. Mm-hmm. So it is essentially sending a survey to both the new hire and the hiring manager, three, six, and maybe 12 months into their role to check on their progress. Again, we want to try and find data of why potentially candidates are failing probation, potentially why they're being successful so that we can use that data to improve the uh, recruitment process and again so talent doesn't get the blame so i like the fact that it's a pulse survey not a quality of hire survey because uh, the quality of hire i think that is an extremely vague term and we've all been talking about this a lot lately in the media and i i just think that how do you measure that what metrics are we looking at how are you standardizing a quality of hire across different businesses yeah we did. We did. Um, we did release a quality of hire guide. It's just a content piece, but it went pretty viral. There was hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of downloads on, of that guide. Uh, it goes into this in a little bit more detail and gives it from different perspectives. I don't feel like anyone in the industry has nailed this yet, and it no, will probably so. be the same for the next ten years that people are still talking about it. But it is very topical at the moment, yeah. and the reason for that is I, I was at a roundtable with about twenty or thirty CEOs. Every single one of them said we've switched focus from time to hire, time to fill to quality of hire because we can't afford to bring anyone bad into the business, essentially. And that's changed in the past 12 months of top level. We don't care about time to hire, just get the right people into the job. Um, so we released a really good report. It's worth a read. Um, but, yeah, feel free to feel free to take a look at our blogs. I just downloaded it. Oh, gee, you're multi- <laughs> multitasking again. Look at her go. Of course I can. I am the multitasking queen. <laughs> the 
dog's biting your ankles, you're downloading and you're speaking to us at the same time. He's excited because I've actually driven up today to my parents' place, so I'm out on the farm, so he's excited. He's in and out of the dog door, into the garden, chasing cats, chasing birds, rolling in duck shit. (laughs) He knows, living his best life. Speaking of duck shit, let's talk a little bit, Anton. still dark that I didn't win this, Anton. (laughs) Who right. who who is responsible for your marketing over there at Screen Loop? Because one of the best initiatives, let's say, from Wreckfest came uh, from you guys, and and you can talk us through it. And then Lauren, you can add a little bit of flavour because you got right into it. So oh, I got into I I embraced the challenge. You did. So Anton, tell us a little <laughs> bit about the background of that. Yeah, I've got to give a shout out to our marketing lead, Lee Lee Walderman. Um, she's amazing at what she does. She came up with this idea of Looper Doc. If you've not been to Wreckfest before, it's all, every stand has some sort of fairground game. Mm. And loop a duck is where you get the little fishing rods and you've got to hook the duck or loop the duck out of the water and reveal the prize underneath, essentially. But we were giving away these ducks, um, which had screen loop on the front. And then the competition was take a picture of it in the best place that you could possibly find either around Wreckfest or after the, the event. And some amazing pictures went up. I've been mm. DM'd by about 20, 30 people pissed off that they didn't win. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lauren, Lauren being one of them who took two back. Also, it was one per person, Lauren. You took two back to Australia. Yeah, one was so Bonnie's, the- but that's fine. Come and get it then, Anton. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big well, country, mate. You want big your country. duck back, buddy? Come and get it. <laughs> the, the lady that won the competition took a photo of it in the pilot's cabin of a plane. She was going to. She was going on holiday somewhere. She took a picture of it in the jet, in the pilot's cabin, and then in the pool. Lauren just oh, was please. shy by maybe. Five or six entries that she apparently she I ended by. up in the top three. I was told. And um, how many? How many right. other people did you tell that, Anton? To <laughs> yeah, you were well, top three. You were the, top three. I'm stretching it. I'm stretching it now because there'll be more well, than look, five. My people d- those that, that follow that. me on LinkedIn know that my duck went on a tour of London. He put. He rode a bike. He swam in Trafalgar Fountain. He went to Big Ben. He went to Buckingham Palace. Ducky went everywhere, and I nearly it put a up a photo. Of, the ducky did have a good day out. But I think that yeah. you would have got a fair bit of, um, you know, coverage from that. So I'm just saying, you know, um, it's really difficult. When when you're a, a vendor or an exhibitor at a festival or a conference, it's really hard to get cut through and to continue from that day when it finishes through to the next day, next day, next day, and stay relevant. So, um, yeah, kudos for that that initiative. It yeah, was really a great good. idea. Mm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun as well. The, the BDR team recorded this uh, trailer video they they forced me to do a little bit of the video, but it was a lot of fun that I was I was cringing and I was like, we can't put this out. And it went out and it was it was well received. People might have hated it, people might have loved it, but it was good fun at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well Ducky's made it all the way to Australia and uh Ducky's I'm sure, just I'm sure Harvey's been again. chewing on it for the last um month or so. Uh, Harvey's no. new toy. No, Harvey doesn't chew on on things like that. He usually just rips the stuffing out of his teddy bears, like oh, his quokka's stuffed. <laughs> his quokka's no good. Hey, yeah. Anton, client. So, what sort of? So, as you're growing the business, Screen Loop. Um, yeah. Are you getting more? And this is for people listening um, with us. Are you getting more success with mid-sized companies, corporates, or or really large enterprises, or across the board? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Like we don't we don't typically have a really broad 
type of customer that we go after. We typically focus on fast-growing tech companies. We brought mm-hmm. on a ton of really nice logos to start with, but then they were the ones hit worse when the yeah. when the world started to fall apart. Um, mm-hmm. We did broaden that slightly, but a our smallest customers, probably 30 employees, they find a lot of value from the tools because, as you know, the interview intelligence, whatever the product is that they're after, even like a training module that we have, um, it's really useful for those that don't have time to 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 build these things out. But then all the way through to 10,000 person businesses, there could be a small subset of the team or there could be the entire talent acquisition team or every hiring manager in the business that touches some part of screen loop. So the value scales essentially, no matter how big you are. Um, but essentially, if you're hiring anyone, you can find value in one of the products at least. You just said something then which reminded me. Um, you've also got a, a sort of like an LMS function within there. So, so maybe talk us a little bit through that. Yeah. So one of the problems that we found was talent acquisition were burdened with the task of training up other individuals to become interviewers. They would have to spend time with hiring managers. They would have to spend time with talent acquisition. And it essentially meant that you've got to build out content. So we mm. built that content out for the teams it's housed and homed like an LMS within Screen Loop. It's a series of modules. They're seven to 12 minutes long videos and then questions at the end. It's all automated. You can scale this out to everybody that, that interviews at your business um, and you can track the completion, the success. And they set up some really nice conversations as well. So if you want to do in-person or Zoom team training afterwards, at least they've got that baseline of unconscious bias training or DEI training so then they have more engaged conversations when they actually do the in-person sessions. Mm. So a quick security question around using AI because everyone's concerned about that and it's probably a moot point because you've probably got it covered. Fuck off, Craig. I'm not Um, concerned. You don't care. I know. Um, that's why we joke about blind hires over here. If Craig ever got a blind hire, he'd probably hire his ex-wife. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, with that, obviously, you're feeding into uh, something or rather that you're using. I see again, I go to use my words and they're not working right now. Anyway, why, is that? So why is that, Lauren? Because I just had a brownie. <laughs> So, yes, listeners, I've just had a brownie. We all know, okay? Anyway, my words get, aren't working. So clearly your all your data and all of your clients' data is not feeding back into an open source um, GPT, like chat GPT and all that sort of stuff does. So it's obviously quite secure and no one has to worry about those things. Correct. And we've been very cautious with our AI so mm. that it would never make an assessment of the candidate. Like in New York at the moment, oh. if you, any of any of your AI makes any form of judgment on the, the candidate that you're speaking to or that applies, you're going to be in deep water. So mm. from day one, we've always said that the AI would never make an assessment of the candidate, but it will analyze the interviewer's performance and it will enable them to interview better and more consistently uh, and more fairly and essentially pick the right person. So creating consistency is our is our aim. Speeding up That's the hiring process. That's a good idea. It's coming from a di- very different angle, isn't it? So you're really focusing on. I like on that idea. Improving the recruitment function. Well, yeah, because yeah. I, I think that's what it is. I, and this is where everyone, we were talking about it last week as well, and it's coming up topically, that AI, people are afraid they're going to lose their jobs. It's there, if you use it properly, it's there to cut out the admin and the crap. And you can concentrate on the actual people part more. 
Yeah. Like spending time with your candidate and having engaged conversations and making mm. sure they're not having a terrible experience with other hiring managers is the aim here. So that you, and the knock, the knock on effect is that you hire the best people, but also you mm. save yourself a ton of time. Bloody given on that one. I've got See, one I'm more. Finding, that... Loving this. We've got to keep traveling, Craig. I'm finding all this <laughs> fabulous technology around the world. We need to bring it home. Hey, Anton, look, a question that people, whenever they're talking about tech, in, in the recruitment um, world, one of the first questions is around about integrations and being able to use it with existing tech in their business. So Correct. talk talk us through that with, um, with ScreenLoop and, and how you manage that. Yeah, so all of the products, apart from the training portal, because the training portal doesn't need an integration with your ATS, all of the other products are integrated with your ATS. So Every, all the surveys that go out are triggered through movement in the ATS. You don't need to do any additional steps. The interview intelligence is integrated with your video conference platform and is also integrated with your ATS, so it pushes data back in there. We've made it as seamless as possible. I, I know from experience I'm not going to go and log into another tool. Mm -hmm. I want it to be within my CRM or my ATS. I want it to be there ready for me. So we've worked really hard on making sure that it's as um, – it's as easily accessible from within the current tools that you're currently using. And another question I've got to another little bit, Genius. obviously working with tech, tech's global and you don't need to be on the ground everywhere. But um, is there plans to sort of expand a presence, a physical presence in, into other regions? Yeah, absolutely. We, we, had a, we do already have um, reps in different countries, but mm. we, we are looking to expand both east and west so us we already have a lot of clients we have a lot of clients in apac mm -hmm. um, so that naturally just means that we we need people on the ground there uh, we're going to be over in australia at some point possibly to one of your events potentially um, speaking about that oh. with lauren at the moment i did say <laughs> that the atc is coming up and uh, we've also got hr uh and tech hr and innovation tech fest is coming up in november then we've got the podcast and the itis. Yeah, I tell no, you, it's a plethora of funness here in the TA world in Australia. And, and Anton, how could people, I mean, obviously, no, don't, I won't do it. I was going to say they should just look for Anton Boner on LinkedIn, but I'll say <laughs> Anton Bonner. <laughs> but if any, there's any oh great gosh. HR tech sort of sales or customer success people in our region and they, they want to discuss great, great tech that may be coming into the region, how would they reach out to you? Yeah, a couple of ways. So feel free to add me on LinkedIn, Anton Bonner. <laughs> or, <laughs> you are a 12-year-old boy, Craig. <laughs> yeah. You're worse, Lauren. Um, <laughs> so either LinkedIn, feel free to add me now when you hear this, uh, reach out to me. We are offering discount for any Tarpod listeners. So Ooh, either, that, either free access free access for a little while, so a little trial or um, or discount as being part of the Tarpop crew. Just mention Tarpop when you reach out to me. Um, and you can email me on anton at screenloop.com. Or if you don't want to speak to me, just um, go to our website, request mm -hmm. a, a demo, and the team will be in touch. Mm -hmm. And I'm holding the duck for ransom until you get here. Are you going to hang it back? When... That's the only reason I'm going. That's He's the only going to get reclaim lost assets. <laughs> Yeah, one exactly. yeah, you can't have two. He's coming to get one at least. Um, I'm going to get my duck. Are, are you over at Wreckfest Nashville at all or not? 
I'm not. We debated it for a long time. I'm actually a bit devastated that I'm not going out. It's one of those things that you put off until it's almost too late. Yes, I did look at flights yesterday, so there could be a last-minute trip. Are you guys I've going? got FOMO. I've no, got we're, FOMO the, we're well. the same. We made a decision and we're regretting it, but, um, you know, you can't go everywhere all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe next year. If then. we were still in the heady heights of last year, and with recruiting, I would be there with my hat. Yes, my we've got to be fiscally responsible, don't we? Don't we, Lauren? Fuck! I hate, being <laughs> I hate being an adult. It's no good. I it's don't no adult good. well. <laughs> hey, Anton, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been real, real pleasure. We're super excited to see you when you come over here. And if not, if it's not before next July, we'll at least see you when we're back over in the UK next July, if not yeah, earlier. Tarpot, let's get into this. This is fucking good shit. Yeah, screen loop. Just jump on the jump onto Google and and search Screen Loop. Have a look. Like Anton said, there is an offer for Tarpod listeners, um, and we couldn't be happy with that. But so thanks so much for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. It's been uh, been great. Well, everyone, guess what? It's a goodbye from me <laughs> and a goodbye from me. Hey, wait before we go, Lauren. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really interested to know when you have a brownie. Do you just stop at one, or is it a ongoing? I so we have them for dinner. This on air. <laughs> Yeah, you can cut this shit out. So fuck off. <laughs> All right, goodbye from me. See ya. Today's episode was brought to you by CXC. Building a contractor workforce is no easy task. It requires considerable time, effort, and resources, and also comes with a set of risks. But the benefits of leveraging contingent labour are far too great to put this workforce in the too hard basket. CXC's MSP solution is designed to make managing your contingent workforce a breeze. No. Yeah. Wow. Their MSP solution lets you choose the level of support you need in four key areas, sourcing, engagement and payment, supply chain management and compliance. So let CXE be your trusted partner in creating a formidable contingent workforce that will propel your business forward. Visit cxeglobal.com to find out if an MSP is the right solution for you. And don't forget to tell them, Tarpod sent you. Listening to Tarpod, and please don't forget to subscribe. And make sure you listen to the outtakes at the end of the episode. They're usually the best bit. You've got to register for both fucking days, dickhead. Come on. Um, Let him, oh, because it's good for him and it's good for his numbers. All right, um, Anton's one. I'll put it in. Let him in. All right. God, I'm sure he's going to be fine with you and I abusing the fuck out of each other. Nothing changes (laughs) there for crying out loud. Lauren's, Lauren's opinion's always right. I am not yeah, always fucking right. I'm just right most of the time when you're in the room, Craig. Is that right? How am I saying your name? Is it Bonner or Boner? It's Bonner, but you could reference it if you want. It's quite a funny story behind it. It's quite a funny story how it how it got to that name. Oh, good. Excellent. Let's, That's let's coming that. to it because I reckon you would have cop shit at school. No, I didn't. But if you're, go into if you're in Australia, you no, we're going into that because in Australia you would have been nailed to a fucking wall at the back of the shelf. Nah. Not, not when you not when you slap the first kid that says it, and then one of my says it again. All right, well, we're saving that for the podcast. <laughs>